Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you why I came into real estate. Do you know I graduated with a diploma in legal studies back in year 2000? And why did I choose law amongst other things? When I was young, I was deeply inspired by the movie of Andy Lau and this other lady whom I can't remember her name. The mother needed the son, whom is Andy Lau in the show, to to represent her in court for some matter. And because Andy Lau is a lawyer, and so he was able to fight the case for the mum and therefore helped her. And since then, I grew up with this fantasy thinking that being a lawyer is a very great profession. Not only can you earn big money, you get rich, you can also help a lot of people. And so, after my secondary school, I was very happy to get inside legal studies. However, after I graduated from the legal studies in diploma, I got into the first law firm in Shenton Way for my paralegal work. It was during the first year as a paralegal, on the job, I realized my start-off pay is only $1,500 per month before CPF deductions. I look at the senior paralegal then sitting just a few desks away from me. He's in his mid to late 30s and I knew that his income then was about ranging $3,500 to $4,000. He's got more than 10 over years of experience and that's the pay he's getting. At the same time, I have my friends who are studying in UK Exeter at the moment. While I was working in the law firms in Shenton Way, my good friends from my poly are all studying in London to achieve the degree in law. By the time they come home, another few years later, I know their starting pay will be in the range of 3005 to 4000 as junior lawyers. And so I told myself, before they come home, I want to make sure I earn almost about there. How innocent I was. If the paralegal took around 10 years to achieve that 3005 to 4000 it will take me also about 10 years to come to that amount. But my friends... They're all coming back at around two to three years from there. And so, I jumped from the first law firm to the second law firm. From the first law firm as a paralegal to the second law firm as a credit collections officer. My pay, of course, increased due to my experience. However, it's still way below the $2,000 mark. After I left the law firm, I took a jump into the bank. Because I heard that if you work in a bank, there's more prospects of climbing up the ladder. And then also, you'll be earning more money. Yes, 
more money, I jump. And I jumped to the bank. My beginning pay was close to $2,000. And after all the incentives, I'm drawing home maybe about $2,000 plus per month. Not long after, in a job in the bank is actually a customer service job. But eventually, the duties that we're doing slowly change. We became seemingly like sales agents. And so, after that, my pay increased again. After all the incentives and commissions plus the basic, that time, I think I was drawing between four to 6000 At the last mark when I chose to leave the bank, the pay was already between six to 8000 per month. Now, still hungry for more. Because I couldn't go into the mortgage at that time, mortgage department, I chose to jump again. I jumped to another bank to be a relationship manager. But unfortunately, it was a local bank and I didn't get what I wanted. And eventually, I took the greatest jump into insurance and real estate both at the same time. Why? Because my friend said, if you're working so hard, might as well you come into real estate. I assure you, you will see the most money down here if you work really hard. And so I believe her. I just jump without looking back. Why am I so much into money? That's because it has to link with my childhood, isn't it? Remember I told you, my mom said, we cannot eat kaya at $1.30 because planta is cheaper. Planta butter is only 50 cents. What is on the table? Bread and butter. That's very thankful already. Not just that. Some of my friends did tell me they feel sick of their char siu fun for lunch every day or their three pieces of meat and one vegetable or their wonton mee. But do you know, when I was young, all these are dreams to me. What I only have is bread and water. And days I wondered, why is there always bread and water? And why is there always porridge? And at times we really yearn to eat noodles. I'm lucky I have a grandfather who is selling noodles at the PUB center at Somerset that I could visit. And that's about it. When I was young, I didn't even get any birthday cake. Nobody celebrate for me, except for my mom, but no cakes. Cakes are beyond my imagination. And when I grew up, there was a point of time when my parents made a financial mistake of selling the house without realizing that there's a resale levy. That wrong step put us into some kind of financial struggle again. We couldn't really blame them. People do make mistakes. But that was kind of fatal. At one point, I found myself at age 21 with only $2.50 with me. Do you know how hard and how loud I cried at Raffles City MRT? Sorry, Raffles Place MRT, to be sure. Raffles Place MRT. Never have I felt so down and out before. And due to that, I always tell myself, I must work really, really hard. I must find a very good job with a lot of money. So that in future, if I ever have a family, I would be able to put food on the table. 
and not let them have water and bread like I did, or no cakes during birthdays, and no cream. So, when I joined real estate, the beginning was tough. But after that, when I closed the first case, the second and the third, and that was in year 2006 I joined, but my real breakthrough was in 2008. That's the time when I really see the monies. So, the reason why I joined real estate, initially, it was money. But after a while, I realized it's not just money. It's also money that can change our lifestyle and better our lives for ourselves and our children. I gained enough knowledge. I managed to sell my house. And then we managed to make money out of it and upgraded to a condo. And my kids, below 10 years old, they have already visited so many countries, even Dubai. I think real estate is really a place where a lot of possibilities can happen. It's almost the same as 4D. If you buy 4D, you will stand a chance to win, right? But if you are in real estate, as long as someone wants to buy or sell or rent a house, you stand a chance to earn the commission or service fee as long as you put in the effort to make it work. But the probability of winning in real estate is always higher. On top of that, we are always in touch with what is the lowest price offered for a unit. For example, this owner is running into trouble. He needs a lot of money so he can sell really cheap. We will be the first to know. Or if the developer is selling at a huge discount and they release the information, we are the first to know to make that quick buck as well. Ever, I still have something to share. My takeaway from here is not just about money, it's not just about real estate, but mainly it's more about financial calculations. Financial calculations is very important before you choose to buy a sell property. Don't fall into the same trap like my parents. Because of that, after they sold the house, they were in trouble, they don't have enough money, they lose trust over each other, playing the blame game, and afterwards they divorce. If we never calculate properly, it could really cause a family to break up over the money, over the shelter, the security of a family. Two, always have an open discussion with spouse in such a major transaction so that it won't be future trust issues should any problems arise. Make sure your spouse is in line with you. For me, when we sold our HDB, I told my husband, it's either we upgrade or downgrade, is that fine with you? And he says yes. And so I know, he's willing to go up or down with me. And we're on the same step all along. Three, one wrong move. It could cost you the happiness of your family and loved ones. This is very true. This was what happened to my family, my mom and dad. And eventually, we almost went homeless. But lucky enough, we did manage to get another flat. That's me and my husband. So, I have come to the end of my story. I hope you have gotten some interesting takeaways from me. If you wish to download the checklist for HDB sellers before you decide to sell or upgrade or not, do click on my link at https 
www.twinecentricproperty.com slash 9000 in numerical form 90000 hyphen OTO slash or connect with me via Facebook and click on my link in my show notes. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode sharing more tips and stories on cases I have to reject. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. If you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.